Well, I came to Cranford like a lot of families did back in the great Hudson County exodus. My parents uh, had started the family out in Bayonne and moved to Cranford to give their children a little uh, more room to grow up in, uh, different schools. And we came here and just really fell in love with the place. I went to St. Michael's School. I graduated from there from eighth grade. Um, back when we actually had classes in the auditorium stage because it was so crowded. And from there I went to Hillside Avenue, which was at the time a true junior high school. And then Cranford High, which was two years. It was only juniors and seniors when I was there. Which gave the school a great feeling of uh, community because you knew everybody. The classes were large, but everybody had a brother or sister, and it was a great experience. And I graduated from there and then went off to a state college. Which college did you go to? What did you study at uh, that state college? I went to Glassboro State College. I started out as a music major, believe it or not, and ended up in communications. I wanted to work in radio. I worked on the college radio station there, which is a great opportunity for anybody thinking of pursuing it professionally. And when I came out, unfortunately, there weren't a lot of jobs around, so my career took a different kind of turn. And later on, I actually did get back into radio, but it became a second career at that point. Well, that's something you and I have in common, having worked in radio. Tell me a little bit about what you did when you were in radio. Where were some of the uh, stations that you worked on? I started in California and a station right outside of Los Angeles. And there I did a lot of promotional spots and occasional fill-in on the FM side. Uh, just a music show. It was very much planned. It was a little different than the college radio experience where you could basically play whatever you want. And it was my first real radio job. Um, I then transferred, because of my husband's work, to Chicago, where I ended up on the first station that I, I worked at was Easy Listening. And then the station that I worked at after that was more of a heavy metal playlist. So it's interesting that no matter what your musical tastes, you really have to make whatever you're playing sound that that's the song you want to hear at that given time. You know, I guess that's what you know, you, you strive for when you're in radio to, to get that message that isn't this music great. And sometimes it might be something you never want to hear again, but it's, it makes it fun and it's a challenge. And I did the overnight show. I was invited to a tremendous amount of frat parties and uh, we were also by a naval station. So I had a lot of servicemen that listened to me, which I loved that because my family has a military history, so I really appreciated talking to those guys when they would call in. And I also did a little work on the news side, not quite as much, but that was really where I wanted my career to head. But I got a little derailed because of some personal things, and I ended up leaving Chicago to move back here to Cranford and right to the neighborhood where I grew up, about two blocks away from my mom's home on um, the south side of town. Probably one of the best personal decisions I made coming back to Cranford because I was looking for a place to raise my daughter and I wanted her to have the same, not necessarily identical childhood, but I wanted her to live in a town where people really cared about each other. And I think I picked the perfect neighborhood for that because I have absolutely wonderful neighbors. Uh, the community as a whole always seems to be supportive of people. I think you just have to look at what happened after Irene to see how this town pulls together 
when there's any type of adversity on a large scale. And people do the same thing in their neighborhoods. They reach out to each other. They help each other. And it's, it was just a perfect place to raise a child. Now, your background in broadcasting, do you think that that in any way helped to prepare you for running for elective office? I don't know of anything that prepares you for running for elected office, to be honest with you. It did in the, in the sense of I've spoken in front of people before. We do the debate, things like that. There are some things, even though it was a long time ago, uh, I was able to draw on to get over my nerves because it's quite nerve-wracking being up there, not knowing what questions people are going to ask. But you know, running for office, I honestly didn't think it was something I would ever do. But as I became more involved in other arenas in Cranford, I was on the planning board for six years. I had been on the zoning board previously, very involved in St. Michael's when my daughter was a student there, did some volunteer work at the high school. Uh, it just became kind of a natural progression that I ended up deciding I, I want to do something for this town. And I think as an elected official, it's one of the few areas that you actually can do something to, to make a difference. And I come from a family that's kind of been involved in politics. My parents were Republican committee members here in Cranford. They were very active in the community, in the boosters, and in different organizations in our schooling. And my uncle was chairman of the Democratic Party for the state of New Jersey. So we have a lot of very spirited discussions because my family is on both sides of the aisle. We've always discussed politics because of that in our family, and we've always been interested in, in things that are going on and current events. So I just kind of trended towards running for office in Cranford, and I am so glad that I did. I think it was one of the best decisions I've ever made personally, even though it's only been seven months. I've gotten so much out of it, and what I get out of it is the phone call from the resident who has what might seem like a small problem to someone else, because we all know what the big issues are. And the big issues take time to solve, and they take other resources. But there are a lot of people who are here in Cranford that have an issue that affects them, maybe no one else, but they deserve that same level of attention, and they deserve to have people respond to that. Sometimes it's cleaning up something in a neighborhood, but it helps them. And just to know that someone is listening, that's the first step. But to be able to work through other organizations within the town to get something done for someone, it is so rewarding. And that's my favorite part of this. And you're not doing it because half of this stuff no one ever knows about, no one needs to know about. It's just knowing that you help somebody, it's just so rewarding. You know, a lot of the jobs that I've had, they were jobs. I did my job, I got a paycheck, I went home. This is something more because you don't turn it off at the end of the day. You think about, okay, how can I help this person? And we have such a great staff here in the municipal building at the DPW, police and fire, so many people that you can go to and say, help me out with this issue. And everyone is always willing to say yes. And that's one thing I encourage for people. Don't think that just because you have an issue and, and you think, oh, well, no one's going to listen to me, uh, someone's going to listen to you. And you have to reach out 
But if you reach out, someone's going to get back to you. And whether it's me or one of the other commissioners, make the move and we'll get someone to respond to you because that's what we're here for. The residents of this town, every single one of them deserves our respect, our attention, and whatever efforts we can do to help them. As I've talked to each one of the Township Committee people, you're all elected at large. You're one of five people that are serving on the Township Committee, so it's not possible too much to do things on your own without the cooperation of your fellow Township Committee people. But I imagine when you're elected to office, each person has some things that they would like to see accomplished during their term in office. For you, what were some of those priorities that you would like to have accomplished during your term? One of the things that I really want to work on, and we've, we've started this with a certain initiative in town, there's a lot of different groups in town and a lot of groups doing very good things. But I always think you can accomplish more when you work together on anything, really. Uh, one of the things that we've started is the Cranford Community Connection. The first attempt at it was with the DMC, the Centennial Village Group, and the Chamber of Commerce, representatives from each of those groups getting together to try to see if we could do something that would tie in residents and commerce, build business in town, um, do some things like that. And now we've got another group working with us called Among Our Elements, and that's a group of young 20-year-old community activists who want to be involved. And we're incorporating some of our senior residents, so we're reaching out more and more to different groups. And what we want to do is bring people together with different types of experience to work together on township initiatives. The Cranford Farmers Market is one of them, and the Mayor's Wellness Campaign is the second one. We're going to kick that off in September, and a lot of that is built about the wellness part of it, which is getting out and moving and being active in the community, and there are certain programs that we're going to do on levels of the senior citizens, youth in town, even employees in town, um, and try to reach out and, and bring people into this group. And a lot of what we hope to do is bring people into the, um, the downtown area with different events, but walk to town, you know, maybe have a walk to school day. So you t you're going to tie in doing things within the town, but look at it from a perspective of the wellness side of it, leading a more healthy lifestyle, leaving the car at home occasionally, and I think pretty much anywhere in Cranford. You could walk to town if you want, and I'll put that challenge out there. Um, I've done it myself, and if I can survive it, I think anyone can. But that's the kind of thing that I'm really interested in, is seeing how many different groups we can get to work together on different initiatives. And from what we've done this year, everyone that's been involved, they're meeting new people, and they're learning what the other organizations do in town, which is an awakening for some people because a lot of times we know what we do and how and why we do it, but we can learn from someone else how they approach, you know, maybe even a similar issue. So everyone's broadening their experience and horizons a little. And, and that's one of the things that I really would like to see in Cranford is more of a whole sense of community and not be so separated on, on a lot of different things. Mary O'Connor, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Well, thank you, Bernie. I enjoyed it.